Hey, yo, what up, and welcome to episode number eight of the Yours Thing On Podcast, man. I know you guys have heard about the incident that happened in Uvalde, Texas by now, man, that Rob Elementary School where 21 individuals lost their lives. Of those 21, 19 were babies, man. So it hits you a little bit different when you have babies of your own, especially for me because I have a son who's in elementary school right now. He just graduated pre-K, and I have a wife that teaches pre-K as well. So for me, you know, the anxiety is a little bit higher than, than anybody else or as usual. So I just want to talk a little bit about what happened during the incident and ways that we can, you know, prevent this from happening in the future. Like, we got to do better, guys, please. And for all you out there rocking with your boy, I just want to say a special thank you, man. Keep rocking with me. I'm going to pe- keep putting these out weekly. If you haven't checked out the other episodes, you can find me on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, man. I'm out there. Apple Podcasts. I'm out there, man. Give your boy a listen, man. Support, 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 please. Yo, you guys take care and enjoy the episode. Man, my heart goes out to the people who lost their lives at the uh, at Rob Elementary, man. This past Wednesday. Moment of silence for those people. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. And I'm going to tell you straight up, it hits a whole lot harder when you have your own babies. It's a whole lot harder when you have a spouse who works in the educational system hits you a lot harder because these random acts of violence could occur in the institution where your individual your spouse works is like dude there's enough to have your edge and my wife she already has like anxiety issues as is and now you want to add this to it look i didn't get my job and think that one of the things i would have to learn there is survival not a police officer i'm not in the military you know, I don't do a job where I have to serve and protect. I do a job where I'm an educator. And the chances of me losing my life, it seems like, are higher than working in any other profession, including those where you carry a firearm. When did churches and schools become the most dangerous places for a person to occupy? This shit is very, very sad, right? And it, it 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 hits me in a totally different way because I just at my son's pre pre K graduation, and it didn't it didn't hit me until I walked into this building and I saw all these people. I saw all these people that are celebrating their children, about to move on to kindergarten. You know, my son, he was up there and he was doing uh, a skit they were doing from um, from Toy Story. You know, and I'm watching them, I'm recording them, and I'm looking around this this gymnasium. And suddenly, like, I start to tear up a little bit. Not tearing up because, like, man, my son's up there and he's, he's performing. I get to see my son doing great things. Now he's growing, he's elevating. I start to tear up because I hear a mom talking about the incident in Uvalde and instantly my mind shifted from celebration to concern because for one let me tell you something I was able to go inside this school building with no check sorry I'm a little sick I'm gonna have to edit that out but I'm a 
I was able to go in the school building, no no checks. There's no um there's no detectors, there's no police presence, nothing, nothing. Just walked in. This lady don't know me from Adam. She don't know any of these people in there. And she just walked us to the back to where wherever the kids were, where they were holding the ceremony. Anybody in there could have been armed and pulled off that stunt that happened. Now, this dude, come on, man. The guy that did it, he's a teenager. He's a teenager, and he went and shot babies. 19 kids lost their lives and two adults. When you woke up this morning, to go to school of all places, to school, to either teach or be educated. That's the last thing you're thinking about your life being on the line. And that's exactly what happened to these kids. It hurts. It truly does. It hurts me every time I think about it. Because I have I have a son. He's five. He's in elementary. I have a wife who teaches elementary school. And now my concern it's not just them making it to, to school. It's them making it throughout the day and then making it home. You're a school teacher. And your profession is more dangerous than the police officers. <laughs> this, is, how, how, this is ridiculous. And I know a lot of people could be like, well, no, I mean, this doesn't happen every day. You know, like a police officer's life is on the line every single day. Man, whatever. I'm a school teacher. My life shouldn't be on the line at all. Doesn't make any sense. Right. And I can go on and on about how I feel about this, but something needs to be done. Right. Just something needs to be done about this because it's just way too easy for people to get firearms here in America. Right. And I'm not my concern is not the people who have guns, because that's that's going to be the issue right there. Whenever you see Joe Biden or anybody get there to the to the stand and they start talking about people who have guns, how they can police the issue and um employ different restrictions on who can get a, a firearm and not it's not about that bro like a lot of people who already have their guns they're like oh man uh they try to take our guns try to take our guns no the people that got guns are not the threat it's the people that's going to get them this kid turned 18 and he went and bought two rifles he bought two rifles and turned around and did this it's not the people who already have the weapons it's the people that's going to buy them so we need stricter laws and in america it's damn near no such thing as a law to get a firearm. <laughs> it's the, it's the, bro, it's so easy to get a gun here. In 23 American states, bro, you don't even need a license to carry a gun. So all you got to do is find a place to get one from. You can carry that bitch on you at all times. Nobody won't know a thing. And they only do background checks on you when you purchase a firearm if you purchase it from the store. If you online and buy a gun, they're doing no damn background check on you. Like, the only thing stopping a person from purchasing a firearm is either they have a felony or they have a dishonorable discharge for the military. That's stopping them from buying a firearm legally. We're not talking about the illegal firearms that are circulating throughout the streets. You can get a gun from anywhere. You can persuade anybody to get you anything that you need or you want. You just got to find that person. And it's strange, too, because I remember I was about to buy 
a gun back in 2020. And the only thing that stopped me from getting the gun was that I didn't have the street name on my ID. I was buying it from um, a pawn shop. And that's the only thing that stopped me. But then I turned around and I went to an academy. And they didn't care about that, me having the street name not on my on my ID. And then no concern about that. The only reason why I wasn't able to purchase the weapon that day is because somebody bought the one I was going to buy right before me. That's the only reason why I wasn't able to buy a gun that day. So the threat is not the person who's carrying a gun on their hip. That's not the threat, right? That that person who carried that gun on the hip, hey, that's protection. Oh, they got some type of insecurities. I know a guy that carry a gun on his hip all the time, and I know exactly why he does it. But for all you other people out there, why do y'all even need one? Let's think about this. Why do you need a gun? What are guns for? What are guns for? Guns are to kill or incapacitate. Back in the day, law enforcement didn't even have weapons. They only got them because mob figures had them. Mobsters had fucking Tommy guns with 50 round drums compared to FBI agents and police officers who had nothing. Motherfuckers had billy clubs and shit like that. They didn't have guns, but they were losing the war against them. So they, they started developing weapons for them. And now everybody got a gun. I know why police officers need a gun. It's a lot of bad guys out there. So I know a lot of a lot of us need guns too because there's a lot of bad guys out there. Right? But what about that person? You don't even have it for that. You don't you don't carry it on you. You just got tons and tons of guns at your house. Why do you need all these guns? What the hell you need this shit for? That's your hobby. I mean, if that's your so be it. But your hobby is a hobby that elicits harm to somebody else. And to me, that's ridiculous. And listen, to me, so I mean, anybody out there who listens to this podcast, you can get upset about the words that I say, but understand this, you aren't me and I'm not you. So my feelings are going to be a lot different about the way I see and I view things. It's a lot different for me. You guys don't, you don't feel the way that I feel. So I have a different understanding of why you would need a gun. I mean, like, go to the military. You want to shoot a gun, go to the military. Like, what, what, like, my wife put me on this. I, I never, ever thought about this until now, right? She's like, when we go to, to shooting ranges, you are side by side with somebody who could possibly flip the fuck out and turn that gun on you. There's nothing to stop them from doing that. Nothing. When I went through my, um, my open carry, to get my, uh, my license for open carry, we were out there shooting and just in the opening. There was no side paddling or nothing that that gave us a barrier between us and the next person that was shooting. <clears throat> and at any time, this person could just look at me, pull the trigger. You don't know. You don't know what people are going through. They don't they don't do a psychological background check on people when they go and buy guns. They don't do any of that, which is something they should do. They, they looking to see if you have any prior convictions or any like assault charge or anything like that against you. But these kids don't have any of that. These kids that's going back like this kid was bullied. That's it. That was his excuse that he was bullied. I, 
I wasn't bullied. I knew a guy that used to be bullied and I used to help him all the time. But never not once did this guy be like, man, I'm going to go fuck up everybody at school because this one dude is fucking with me. No. He used to be pissed off at that one person. So it ain't, to, to me, with my background in education, right, in psych, it ain't that kid. It is not, it's not just that one person that's bothering this individual that makes them go and do that. It's the it, the environment that he's growing up in at home. His parents probably treat him like shit. This dude shot his grandmother before he went and did all that. So why did you do that? What's the relationship like with you and your parents? Because you getting bullied at school. That's like my son. My son just got hit by a kid at school. First question out of my mouth. Did you hit him back? He says, yes. Don't let nobody bully you. And if something's happening to you, come home and talk about it. These kids that can't come home and talk about this stuff to their parents is because they don't have relationships with them. You need to develop a relationship with your son, with your daughter while they're at school so they can understand how to operate and navigate through this thing that they call life. Because you're going to have people like that in your life, especially in the educational system when you're a younger person and you're different. There's going to be somebody that's going to antagonize you and bully you because you're different. And we understand in America that when something is different, you attack it. That's the American way. The American way is when something is different and you don't understand it, you hurt it. Some silly, this is America. This is America. That's why nothing surprises me anymore about this place. I started doing research on school shootings, right? And this stuff, it dates back to the, the, the late 1800s where people used to carry firearms on, on them at all times. It was disputes between teachers where they would shoot each other just because they was pissed off at each other. There was a guy whose brother, right, he was disciplined at school. This guy go back to the school with his brother with a gun and shoots the teacher. This happened. I think it was 1865 I read this. And from those times moving all the way into the, the 1980s, right, it would see individuals like these kids were bringing guns to school for, like to show off because they would take their parents' guns. And they end up playing with them and they drop and somebody would get injured. But other than that, it was teachers because they were carrying weapons. And they even try to do that shit. Now, they try to do it a couple of years ago talking about we need to arm our teachers. Why? So they can get into a dispute with another teacher and shoot them? Like, that's what's going to happen if you continue to start arming all these hot-headed people out there who think irrationally, who, who react emotionally. You're going to give an emotional person a firearm? What the hell are you thinking about? That's the, that's the whole thing about going postal. That's where, that's where that whole thing going like post office workers. Who can't take it on their jobs. They they fed up and they go back and show up the whole place. Imagine like this person who's been bullied and bothered and screwed with all day, every day. And they get to carry a gun. Cause you saw what happened. <laughs> you saw what happened with, with the Will and Chris Rock. He slapped that man. Now imagine if a person gets pissed off like that and they got a gun. They are going to pull that gun out on them. I'm telling you, I've seen it before. So that's where you need to start reacting because this has been a problem in America forever. You don't understand something or someone, you react with violence. That's how it's always been. So now we need to try to find a way 
of protecting people. Because I told y'all, when I went to my son's graduation, there was nobody there checking us for anything. Checking through purses and nothing like that. We just walked on in and did our thing. And this school shooting happened the day before that. Nothing. So what do we do? What do we do moving forward? Nobody's going to just give up their guns voluntarily. (laughs) That's that's not going to happen. And like I said, that's not the problem. The problem is how easy it is for people to get guns now. The people who, who have been bullied. The ones that sit up there and put out instagram and social media facebook posts about them going to create violence they say what they're going to go do and nobody believes them until it's done like oh shit we got to find a way to stop this you did here's what you should do right one thing you need to put some kind of police element in in the school systems all of them right uh there was one thing that said that they didn't want to put metal detectors and police officers in schools because they said it made the school the the kids in school feel unsafe i don't know about you but that wouldn't be nothing more that made me feel safe than to have a police officer at my school or to have metal detectors because i know the chance of you getting a weapon up in this school are very very slim right you would need somebody at at, at the doors at the school make it a funnel right just in the morning to get to school two ways to get in and you got to go through a metal detector and as a police president all day because that's going to deter you a person who has a police president at their school all the time they're not they're going to think of a plan because just like the the um the columbine shooting they had police at that school but the kids they they made a plan they set a bomb off in this field and when the bomb went off the police presence went to the to the bomb going off so that's what they that, that was their plan so they're going to think of something extra to do when there's a police presence. But if you got, if you have people policing the schools, if you have metal detectors, you're not going to be able to get in with a weapon. And you're going to think twice about bringing one when there's cops there who have weapons too. They can take you out. Give them something to think about before they come and do all this shit, man, please. These people are like, if I see cops around there, my kids are going to feel unsafe. No, if I see cops here, it's going to make me ask questions. Why are cops here? Because there have been a lot of school shootings. Oh, well, thank you guys for being here because I would hate to be a casualty. I'd hate to be a victim. I appreciate you. What is so hard about doing that? Another thing. Why are we training our kids and our administration to stay in the building when there's an active shooter in the building when you go anywhere in life right you go anywhere and you hear anything that sounds like a gunshot what do you do you start running the chances of me surviving by running and standing still are exponentially higher (laughs) i'm a i'm a i'm just sitting there i'm an easy target run so what they, they need to develop Develop some type of training for these people to start getting people to safety as opposed to just having them sitting still, being sitting ducks. I've never seen any type of special locks on these doors or bulletproof windows. How about y'all start doing shit like that? There's an active shooter. You can't get to the library. You can't get to the library and lock all the doors. In your classroom, they need to put more locks on the doors. They need to have reinforced doors. They need to have windows 
that are bulletproof. They need to have windows on the other side of the classroom, just one set, right? That if there's somebody inside the school shooting up people, we could use this window to escape. I'm not going to tell you to sit still. Me and my wife just had this, like I said, she's a school teacher. We just had this discussion. She was like, Chad, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm trying to get the hell up out of there. And I'm like, you got to think about this though, because when it's, it's you, it ain't just you, it's you and these kids. Now I got to try to get us to safety. How do I do that? <laughs> like, seriously, how do I do that? I just can't go running with these kids and this guy's shooting. We need a plan. But if this guy's in the school and he's, going down the hallways. He can't get into any of the doors. They're reinforced, remember? The glass, the way you can see into the classroom is bulletproof. There are windows in this classroom where we can climb out of. Train us to do that. Don't have me sit still and wait for my demise. So moving forward, Moving forward, what can be done? Y'all don't want to give up y'all guns. Everybody screaming out the damn Second Amendment. But you, <laughs> even, so even if that was uh, a thing, right, if they just take care of everybody's guns, you wouldn't want to give up your gun for the safety of your child? I get it, you're like, well, my child is safer with me when I have my gun. Yeah. You believe that, but if don't nobody have no guns, then what do you do? This ain't the days when I was growing up where people fought with their fists. People retaliate with gunplay. And you don't see a lot of school shootings in black neighborhoods. <clears throat> you don't see a lot of kids on the news talking about they've been, they've been shot along with all the administration like when it happens in those areas, right? It's because somebody is they're out to get one person, and somebody just gets caught in the crossfire. These people that's going into these schools, like that guy in Uvalde, I'm never going to say his name. Like I don't even know his name, but I'm not going to give him the glory because he clearly, like, that's what he was looking for. You, you, you couldn't have thought that you were going to get out of the school. You went inside of a school building with guns. You didn't have a plan to get out of there. Your plan was just to shoot up as many people as possible. You want to go in there and kill people. Other people, they'd be trying to get to somebody else. Ended up having somebody else get caught in a crossfire. Look, everybody's going to have their opinion on what's going on right now. They're going to have their opinion. But I'm telling you, you really need to start looking at this because there have been 27 school shootings this year. 27 compared to 24 in 2019 and 2018 and 10 in 2020. But in 2021, you saw the highest, the highest number of school shooters with 34 school shootings just last year. We've already exceeded half of that amount and it's only May. What do you think is going to happen? Still got summer school. Still got extracurricular activities and events at these schools. 
You got graduations popping up right now. They just had freaking task force at my nephew's graduation. People up there with assault rifles. 2020 saw the lowest amount of school shootings because y'all know coronavirus locked everybody up. Time for some self-reflection. For most people it was, but for others, hell, they gave y'all $1,400 stimulus checks. <laughs> I mean, the kids got these checks too. Like these teenagers got these checks. You think they didn't go get guns? I mean, one of the people who got um, in trouble for a shooting, he used his money to go get a gun. His mom was glorifying that shit, talking about how her son got a weapon. And now they're being held responsible. That's another thing that needs to start happening to people. <clears throat> that would change a lot of people's perspective on things. If these parents would start getting in trouble. If the parents would start to be held responsible for the actions of their children. You see, that's we need to look more into that. Not, not the motive of why this kid did this. Shit, why didn't anybody, why was there nobody in his life to stop him? Where was his parents? Where's the adult influence? Parents don't want to take responsibilities of their children and their actions. Whenever you tell a, a parent that their child acted up in school, my child will never act like that at home. <laughs> yeah, because whenever they do anything stupid, you give them something to calm them down. We can't do that in school. This is an educational system. We got 20 kids in this classroom. We can't give all of them a tablet when they start acting out. Take responsibility, parents, please. Because it's your kid that's causing this trouble. And at some point in time, you got to do something about it. We can't have people policing us at all times. You don't need nobody to tell you that you can't. Because, like I said, I don't agree with guns. But a lot of us need them for protection. So with that being said, it comes a great amount of responsibility for those who have them. And it comes a great amount of responsibility for those who have children. And we need to be more in their lives so things like this can stop happening. That needs to be what we need to look into. Not the fact that there are so many guns out there, but the fact that these kids are the ones out there shooting these people. And who are, who's in these kids' life to deter them from doing that? That needs to be the mission. If you don't want to take the guns out the homes, please, parents, take care of your children. Be responsible for their actions. Start understanding why they act the way that they do. Why they isolate. Why they don't have any friends. Start eating, start eating dinner at the dinner table. Start asking questions, parents, please. Because we, we have an obligation. And in my life, it's not me just protecting myself anymore. It's me protecting the ones around me. It's me protecting the lives of others. When you get to that point in your life where you start to realize and you see that it's no longer about you and it's about everybody else, incidents like this school shooting will hit you a whole lot different. I have a whole new fire respect on this world, on life. And everything here and every being here has purpose. We have to be different, guys. We have to be better. Please, I implore you. Nothing's going to be done on the state level, on a government level. On, nothing's going to be done. 
as far as gun control. But what we can do is control our emotions, control our feelings, control situations that happen within our homes with our children, please. At this moment in time, if you made it this far on this podcast, once you're done, go to your children, hug them, and sit down, and let's start having these tough conversations. Because they're not safe. But at least we can provide some form of safety from them in our homes and teach them how to be cautious when they're not in our homes. Be there for your kids, guys. Y'all take care. Man, I was waiting to do this episode for a minute. I have another episode in the clip, but this Uvalde incident has had me like feeling some kind of way because I, I got a kid. I got a kid in elementary and a wife to teach elementary, so it's different for me. And that's the thing. It's different for you when you got a, a, a horse in the race. It's different. See, so guys, take care. Thanks for listening. Have a great one.